Welcome to DWS, Drinking While Sober, where we could be free and in control. Many of you may be asking, how is that even possible? Honey, I didn't say what we was drinking. Welcome to DWS, Drinking While Sober. This is Season 4, Episode 1, Making the Right Turn with a mother, a veteran, and a wife, Brandy Jefferson. How you doing, girl? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Tell my audience a little about yourself. Well, my name is Brandy Jefferson. I am a veteran. I served in the military for 21 years. I got out in 2019, um, married with four children to another service member. Um, I currently work as a GS civilian at the United States Army Reserve Command. Yes. Okay. So tell me our first question. Let's just get into it. What okay. does making the right turn mean to you? Uh, well, making the right turn for me means when you transition from one job to another. So in my case, I retired. Um, transition to something that you like, um, just as in your previous job. and something that can, it's legal uh, mm-hmm. too, and you can still provide for your family. That's making the right turn. What's making the right turn means to me. I would think so too. How do you know you made the right turn? Like, how did you know you made the right turn? Well, I know because what I do right now is fun to me. Um, I always wanted to, weirdly enough, <clears throat> before I wanted to be a hand model, I always wanted to work in the office. So back in the day when I was a kid, I used to watch this show called Designing Women. Hmm. Old show, man. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't heard that one. Yeah, they worked in a corporate office. I'm showing my I'm telling my age now. Um, so they worked in a corporate office and it was always dressed up all the time and everything that they did on the show looked like it was important. So I was like, you know what? One day I want to work in a corporate office. I want to do something just like that. Because my dreams of being hand model was over. Because my hands look crazy for being who, in the military. Who shut you down from being a hand model? I shut my own self down. <laughs> it's just not feasible. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, after that, my I, I just wanted to be like the people on Design Women, work in a cool office, have my own desk, and, and do cool stuff. Well, that's pretty cool. So did you see yourself where you are today? Because I know growing up, you want to be the hand model. So did you see <laughs> who you are today? Uh, absolutely not. I, so when I got to high school, high school had the, our high school didn't have a lot of extra, extracurricular activities because it was a, a, a poor, predominantly black school in the South. Um, so when I got to high school, we had our first year of junior ROTC. So I did that and I was like, oh, this is fun you know, doing the drill and flipping my little weapon and, you know, doing drill and ceremonies. And I was like, is this what the army is like? Not knowing that it's not really like that at all. (laughs) But it was was fun to me. And I was like, you know what? I think 
I'm gonna make this my career. Uh, but no, looking back now, no, I definitely did not think I was gonna be where I am right now. <clears throat> well, hey, we got something in common. I did JRTC too, and I thought the same thing when I got to college. I was like, dang, RTC gonna be the same as I did in high school. It wasn't. They was paying me, so I said, sign me up. <laughs> Okay, I yes. got another question for you. Mm -hmm. How did you balance being a mother, wife, and working, even when you was a soldier? How did you balance all that? It was a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. Because we were doing military at the time, so there were times um, we were deployed together. Or times we would be in the field together. So obviously we had to depend on uh, family members to help us out with our children if we were deployed to different locations at the same time. Um, just a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and prayer is how I did it. Because I, I think back on those times now, and I'm like, man, I can't believe I did that. Because at one time, it was all four of my children with me. Yeah, um, that's a lot. It was rough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot to deal with. I can only imagine. Because I'm like, I don't want no kids. You got four of them, and you like, oh, no. I got yep, so, there. You gotta provide, so, you gotta feed them, you gotta make sure they take care of, they got clothes. Absolutely. And unfortunately, as a um a young soldier with that many children, the money that I was making at the time really wasn't enough. But you know, trying to get assistance as far as like food stamps or anything made too much. I remember when I had my third child, um, I went to the food stamp office because I was struggling. Yeah, and um, I applied for. I think I either applied for WIC or food stamps, and they said that I was one. I made one penny too much. One whole penny. That's it. One penny, and I therefore I couldn't get assistance. So it was rough. I'm not gonna lie to you, See, but I, I made. Was, it. I would have been <laughs> on the pole at night. I ain't gonna lie. I, look, I there's so many times, I, I swear, like, I was like, I don't, and I wanted to get out, but as time goes on in the military, once you get past 10 years, you might as well just stay. You might as well finish. The time go by so fast, you blink, and there it is. Yeah, so so I, was I, doing a little, I was doing a mm -hmm. little research, and I found this article on 11 tips to help balance your work and family life. Okay, mm -hmm. it's by Jennifer. And something she said that really like stood out to me learn when to say no mm. <laughs> how hard is that for you like is that a good tip that she provided yes it is me as a as a so just from my lifestyle how I grew up I never did a really good job of saying no until I got older probably like in my late 30s it's very important to learn how to say no um yeah, Being fresh from the country, because I'm from the country, I'm from Alabama. Uh, we didn't have a lot of people living close to us. Uh, we didn't interact with a lot of people outside of my town. So when I got um, to my first duty station, I thought everybody was nice. And obviously, I was severely taken advantage of as a young soldier. <laughs> so having those uh, boundaries set before you venture out into the world is, is definitely a plus. If, if that's something you can, you I'm can glad do. I'm glad you brought up boundaries because that's one of the tips. One of the tips <laughs> is establish boundaries and unplug, like mm -hmm. unplug yourself for 24 hours. Have you done that? Like, do you work, 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 
seven days a week or do you unplug and be like, okay, I need a moment. You got to spend time with your family or you separate the two. So when I was in the military, I would walk through the door and take my uniform off. I wouldn't even, I never lingered in my uniform. And mm-hmm. I would say, I would, um, I would cook, feed my kids, do homework. And then my decompressed time would be after I put them to bed. So from seven until the next morning was my time to kind of unplug. And I still do that now. I'll come home. I'll take my work clothes off. Get on my phone, play some Monopoly Go because I love that game. I don't know why. <laughs> Watch a little anime. I've been doing that for over 20 years now, and that's kind of my decompressed time. Yes, that's your comfort zone. It well, is. you know, some people, it's hard for them to accept like failures and setbacks. So, one of the tips on here is like your willingness to accept setbacks. So, in your career, have you ever had any setbacks and how did you deal with it? Um, I never really had any, well, yeah, I did. I didn't make E5 at the time that I wanted to make E5. Um, Not E5, but E6, which is a staff sergeant for the people that have not moved here. Um, So it was rough trying to get past it because I am not good at accepting failure. I like to be successful at anything that I put my hands in. And when I'm not, it's, it's just not a good space for me. But I'm working through that now through, through therapy. So um, I just encourage people to, if failure is a part of life, period. There's yeah. no getting around it. Um, and it's something that you have to learn how to cope with. And if you can learn how to cope with it early in life, Again, just like setting boundaries, that's really a plus once you venture out into the world. You said something that was key is therapy. Man, our little brownie browns don't like getting therapy. We <laughs> like, for my black people out there that's listening, we do not like getting therapy. And I'm one of them people. I'm speaking about it and I'm one of them. <laughs> I should get therapy and I show be like, I can handle it. I can do it. And then the world come crashing down. And now I'm crying in the corner somewhere. Don't mm-hmm. know why I'm crying and in the I corner. used to do that a lot. I I mean, medication and therapy has helped me out a lot along with going to the gym and, and having the right type of people in my life. Um, it's hard to find the right type of people, but when you do, you need to hold on to them. Especially the po- people who are very positive. But um, So therapy has really been helping me out. I don't know if you know, I've been doing that since I was in the military because me being in the military is mentally exhausting. It's very tough. Yes, it's very tough on your mental health. So I spent a lot of time working through that and I continue to do it as I get out of the military. Um, that and and just using my little decompression techniques that I've learned throughout life to um, kind of help with that. <laughs> Yes, my last question for you before you tell the people, you know, something nice, something to motivate <laughs> them. Uh, when you got out the military, how did you choose the career you have today? Um, initially, I didn't. So I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Every job that I've gotten since I've gotten out of the military, I never initiated a application for it. So I set up my LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile. Um, in such a way that people would be able to easily find me through my qualifications. And my two first jobs I got through LinkedIn, somebody just hit me up in my inbox. I was like, sure, why not? 
and I did it. So my first job getting out was an instructor position um, here on Fort Bragg. I didn't really want to do it, but at the time I was like, well, you know, a little extra money wouldn't hurt. Yeah. So my second job um, is in the same place that I'm working in right now as a GS civilian. And it was, the job was to build process maps. Um, if you know me, you know I'm a nerd. I have yeah. to have something there. Um, <laughs> got something in common. <laughs> it has to be challenging or I feel like my time is being wasted. <laughs> so I wasn't in that particular job. I'm, you know, there because I extra money. Um, the job wasn't challenging enough for me. So when the opportunity came to take on a GS position, I moved over into that position. Now, it's a little bit more challenging, but again, if you know me, I, I welcome a challenge when it comes to work. And I'm, kind of, I'm a bit of a nerd for the people that that don't yes. know. Don't you have so, your real estate license too? Yeah, I do have my real estate license. I try to put my hand and learn as many different um, trades as I possibly can. You never know how to come in, you know, handy one day. So I try to, I'm a lifelong learner. So I always try to stay on top of what's next. A lot of people ask me all the time, well, how do you know all these stuff? You got to keep learning. It doesn't matter how old you are. You got to keep. Yes, get in them books. Learn exactly. something. You can even watch <laughs> YouTube nowadays. YouTube yep. University. YouTube University. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Uh, as far as my people, if they want to buy a house, where do they, if they want to link in with you, where they find you at? Well, you can find me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, if you want to find me on Facebook, it's Williamson-Jefferson. Brandy on Facebook. On Instagram, it's BrandyJ uh, underscore 19. And my Facebook page, my professional Facebook page is Brandy Jefferson at Exit Realty. So if you're looking for a house in the Fayetteville, the surrounding areas, North Carolina, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, so we talked about careers and I found another article. You know, I'm not, you said reading is fundamental and you it said, is. you know, you got to <laughs> learn some things, got to get that <laughs> knowledge. So for those out there who need to choose a career, there are seven steps. Um, you can perform a self-assessment. Is that something that you did? Did you perform your self-assessment, see what direction you wanted to go in and what you wanted to do? Well, when I got out, I'm going to be honest with you, I was kind of lost. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Because um, after you spend so much time in the military, you kind of program to think a certain way. Yeah. Um, so once you get out, there is some deprogramming you have to go through. Because the person that you were when you first came in, that person is no longer the same person. I don't care how many people say it is, it's not. You are not the same person. The military changes you. So um, when I got out, I had to kind of find myself again. So I'm, I guess in that way, I did kind of perform a self-assessment of, okay, what is it that you really want to do? What are, your, what are your best skills? What are you good at? Sorry about that. That's my computer. Um, what are you good at? So I'm really good at computers. I'm really good at any word type of product. So I knew I wanted to kind of venture into something that would allow me to be the complete nerd that I like to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So number two is identify your must-haves. I haven't really thought about this, but like what must you have, you know, 
in a career? Like, what do I want? I guess that's what they mean. Identify your must-haves. Well, I wanted a specific salary. Uh, I wanted to stay up. I wanted to still be able to travel. Amen. I'm in right now still allows me to be able to travel. And I still wanted to be able to spend a lot of time at home. So it kind of had the perfect balance for me. I still get to travel. I get paid what I want to get paid. And I'm at home enough to be able to support my kids in college, my adult children, and then my daughter that's in high school. Yes. The third one was make a list of jobs to explore. Like, I don't even have a list. And I know that one day the military going to be done, right? I have not thought about well, I actually have thought about what I want to do, and it's not work for anybody. I want to be an entrepreneur. Well, I'm like, what if I had a job? What would it be? I don't have a list. I didn't have a list either. Uh, initially, I was like, well, maybe I'll just try to go into something that has something to do with my field when I was in the military. And then I realized I didn't really like my field when I was in the military. So... Right. <laughs> I decided after a time of doing what I did when I was in the military, I was like, you know what, let's just go in a completely separate direction from what I did was in, in while I was in the military. And I actually ended up enjoying it. So, no, I didn't have a list of jobs, but I, I had a list of skills that I wanted to be able to present, present at my new job. Dang, that's smart. That is really smart. <laughs> so I'm going to name the last four is, because we already talk, talked about some of these. The last four is research jobs and employers. Get training. Training is important, y'all. We already Indeed. said that. Find and apply for a job and continue growing and learning. Mm -hmm. Growing and learning is very important. Key. Key to life. So <laughs> if you could say anything to your younger self, what would you say? Um, Probably believe in yourself. Don't doubt yourself and um, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Well, this concludes our interview. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you You're for welcome. coming. <laughs> Y'all have an awesome day. Bye. And if anybody tells you you are not human enough, guess what? You are. You are. Bye, guys. Thank y'all for listening to DWS Drinking While Sober with Tia Hollywood English. You can follow me on Instagram at Tia Hollywood English. Y'all, be you, be great, be in control. <laughs>